So, hello there everyone and welcome to the first ever episode of the Dundalk Fan TV podcast. I'm delighted to say that I've gotten the one and only Gary Rogers on the line. Gary, thanks so much for coming on. How are you keeping? No bother at all. Thanks very much. Yeah, yeah keeping good. Good to be back training, so um, in good form. Can't complain. Yeah, back training. There's some great videos out there of how good the training's going. It's great to see us back. Yeah, look, it's been it's been um, I suppose a long time waiting to to get back to training. Now that lads are back in, uh, just looking forward to getting on with it. Hopefully, there'll be games coming pretty soon, you know. Mm. So just to start, let's go back to the incredible European campaign of 2016. But back to the very beginning of that, the first leg of the se- of the second Champions League qualifying round versus FH of Iceland in Oriel Park. What was your aim going into the campaign? Well, we were obviously looking to get um, as far on as the competition as we could. FH was perceived as a good draw for us because they were they were seeded, but they were the lowest seed. So um, probably a bit of pressure on us to win that game. And it was a tight enough affair, but luckily we, we, we got through it. And uh, we needed we actually needed two away goals over there um, after going 1-0 down. So it wasn't looking good. So uh, that, that season, I suppose, at certain points in the first leg, um, you know what went on to happen didn't look like it was going to really because we were we were um, obviously a goal down and they had scored an away goal as well so it was it was um, it was a tricky enough affair but thankfully we we got there and uh, and uh, we obviously went in a great run after that. Yeah, just the game against Bade, the first leg in the Borisov Arena. It was a very tight affair, a very evenly matched game, but they just took a goal kind of late on in the seventieth minute. Look. Was that a big blow for, for the match, having uh, that goal on scored by them? It was, but to be honest with you, I think we took a bit of a hiding over there. It was one of those games that it looked like um, like we, we dug in and we were nil all for a lot of it and they got a goal late on, but it was the least they deserved because you know they, they, gave, us, they gave us a bit of a, a tough time in that game. It was probably the most difficult game we had in, in Europe that year. Um, so like to get out of there with a 1-0 defeat, Probably in hindsight, I think it was a great one nil. But um, you know, to take it back to to Tala that time, you know, we were still in the tie, uh, and probably we felt as if we were probably a little bit lucky that we were only one nil goal, uh, one nil down in the tie. Yeah, now on to Tala, the Bade, and was there was it, was the squad confident going going into the match? Yeah, I think we were because we we felt that we didn't play well in the first game. And Bate probably played as well as they could, and we were certainly a good bit off, you know, what we needed to be to get through. So we knew that um, there was definitely more improvement in us, and uh, so like, you know, there was no fear going into the game because we had played in the previous year and we drew with them in Oriel, and you know, we had scored away in Borisov as well the previous year. So we knew we were capable of scoring goals against them, but um, you know, to, to go and win the game three 0 in the manner and the fashion that we did was. You know, it was incredible, incredible results. Um, you know, because I think most people weren't expecting us to get through. And you know, Bate or quality side have been in Champions League group stages and Europa League group stages, so they were they were a serious outfit. Yeah, like when did you realise during the game that it was something special, that it was going to be huge? Um, not really. You couldn't really take it for granted, I suppose, until Robbie Benson got the the last goal because you know even. The away goal, even a 2-0 up, an away goal would have put us out. So it was still 
touching goal until we got that third goal. And, and once, you know, when Robbie, um, it was a misplaced pass and Robbie um, pounced on it and went in and buried it, um, you, you really knew then it was going to take something special for him to get back into the game. Yeah, it was, it was just incredible. Like, what was the feeling at the end when you'd, when you'd know that you'd done something absolutely incredible for the League of Ireland that just hadn't been done before? What, what was that feeling like? Yeah, it was it was amazing. Um, like they're the, they're the sort of games and and uh, you know moments that you live for in your career and you know to come out and like we we guaranteed Europa League group stages, but we were still you know in with a crack of getting into the Champions League group stages. So although you know everyone was celebrating you know the being in the Europa League, but we still had a crack of getting into Champions League, which is you know fairy tale stuff. So. It was a it was a phenomenal achievement and you know a great great moment in anyone's career and you know it was a special night. Yeah, and then we went on to take on Legia Warsaw in in the first leg of the playoff with over thirty three thousand filing into the Aviva Stadium. It was a close game with a kind of questionable penalty fifty five minutes in, and then they just grabbed the late goal with the last kick of the game. What was that experience like of playing in like? Pretty much the Champions League, well and proper. Um, yeah, it, like it was great. It was a great kind of moment to be playing in the Champions League, and obviously in the Aviva Stadium. You're disappointed in the game because, like, the penalty for me, even still looking back, and it certainly wasn't a penalty. I think we were very, very harsh there, and, and that was really the moment that probably defined the the game because, like, we went over there, and we were one nil up, you know, in the 90th minute, and we ended up getting a draw, but we were pushing on looking for that that second goal and, and it was just you know we were that was a great opportunity to go through and, and I think you know the referee got that one wrong you know the penalty decision which, which set it up nicely for them you know obviously I think the lake helped as well but certainly the penalty was was a poor decision like it was a really really well matched game like we really showed our own on the world stage and it was just something to be like really proud of yeah, like I say, we didn't look out of place, and um, I think you know we, we we were I suppose well in that game. It was kind of you know, there wasn't massive amount of action in either in either goal, and um, but we, we were certainly playing. You know, it looked as if we belonged there, and, and uh, that that decision, that penalty decision, obviously gave them the upper hand in the tie, and, and then to get a, a goal in late on in the game, which really you know let them feel comfortable going into the second leg. Although you know we um, went and drew the second leg. Yeah, so so then you did go on to to the um to the to the Europa League group stages, taking on Dutch side AZ Alkmaar on their patch in the first match. They took the lead sixty five minutes in before Kieran Kilduff equalised very late on, and you'd made history as the first ever Irish side to earn a group stage point, and it was a great start. Like, what was the feeling at the at the end of that game? Uh, it it was a strange one really for me because. Uh, you know, we had drawn the game, but I nearly killed the man as well in the process with, with their first goal and I came out to, to clear it. So um, I was obviously relieved that it hadn't cost us the game and we got a draw and Kieran Kilduff popped up with the goal at the end and um, it actually broke my hand in the same incident. So it was kind of, um, although I was delighted obviously with the result, um, it was kind of a, a mixed emotion because of the game and, and, and what had gone on and the guy getting injured and all the rest. So it was, um, it was certainly a strange game for me. It, it's one that I probably won't, won't forget. 
in a long time. For for many different reasons, like. Yeah, lots of different reasons on that one. <laughs> the next game w- would be even better. A one 0 win over Maccabi Tel Aviv. That was that was really the. I'd say the height of the campaign of of the group stage campaign. Anyway, Kieran Kilduff scoring again, the first ever win for an Irish side in European group stages. And if that get if that game was domestic Irish football's greatest era, it was a brilliant game. Um, in terms of like you know Maccabi Tel Aviv, very well known top European side, and we obviously played them in Tala and you know won the game one 0 and we were comfortable in that game. Um, you know, they didn't really, I suppose, they obviously were a threat, but it, it was one of those games. That it's not typical of the way Irish teams would have been taught of in, in playing in Europe, where it was back to the wall. So we were out there and played really good football, played very well, took the game to them, and got the goal. But even we, it wasn't one of those where we sat back in and defended. We just kind of we stuck to our game plan, continued to play play well, and and. You know we're, we're deserving winners, and, and like you say, it was a great, great moment for for League of Ireland football, go to group stages and and get the first ever win. So it was, um, it was brilliant, brilliant achievement. We we went on to score five goals in that group, earned four points, and it was probably our greatest ever season. We nearly even made it to the round of thirty-two. But ultimately, what was the experience like for you to play that high as a professional? Yeah, I think it was great for, for the whole group because I think, you know, people look at League of Ireland and then they think oh, League of Ireland's not great or whatever their opinions may be. And I think, you know, in this season in 2016, I think we were able to show people, you know, who are not followers of League of Ireland, you know, the wider public that, you know, that we have something here that, that's pretty good and we're able to compete, you know, at the highest level and not just compete, but win and, and do well. So it was certainly very a very proud um, season for us and, to go to the Europa League uh, group stages, pick up a win and a draw and, and be in with a shout right until the final day of qualifying for the last 32, I think speaks volumes for the club and for the players and, and all the staff of the club. I think it was a fantastic uh, fantastic year and a fantastic achievement. It really does, yeah. Um, you know, Coming back from that and then back into the league, kind of the start of the tw- 2017 season, was it kind of like hard to adjust and like come back down from... That kind of that kind of level, that kind of those kind of nights, like uh, almost every Thursday, for for a good while anyway. Uh, yeah, well, look, I suppose it was a long season. I think you know a lot of people um, the previous year had you know played through the pain barrier in order to you know to be involved in them games, and, and mm. I think you know probably that success and then you know the, the extra long season paid a toll on a lot of different players. Like you know, I I I was injured, and there was certainly four or five other lads at least that were carrying serious knocks as well and, and that kind of filtered into kind of a poorer start to the 2000 and the, what was it, 17 season then so and Cork obviously got off to a flyer and, that, and they built on that momentum so yeah it, it, it's difficult it, I wouldn't say it's anything to do with you know players taking the eye off the ball I think it was a combination of, of lots of different stuff we, you would have lost players as well like I said Andy Boyle and Darren Horgan had left and you know, the combination of them players going and obviously a lot of players that were there picking up serious knocks the year before and we just didn't get off to a great start. But um, but that, that that was the way it was. But I think, you know, we obviously, you know, turned around the following year. Yeah, we, we definitely did. Like, just the amount of success in that 2016 season, it's easy to overlook it. Like, 
we did the third league win in a row, but we also had that incredible campaign. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. It's just, and we probably you know, the, the European success probably cost us an FAI Cup, um, as well. You know, we we came back and caught mm. us in, in extra time. Like used to say, like it would have been any different, but you know, I think we flew back in from St Petersburg on the. We played them on the tours. They flew back in after the game. Didn't get back in on Friday and had to play in the cup final on Sunday. So, um, I think you know it's testament to the players that we, you know how how good we were in that cup final as well. That it went out right down to the wire and it was a last minute deflection that that I suppose cost us a, a double there as well. You know. Yeah, just kind of to move on to your early career. You played Gaelic football for for your local club, St. Dalton's. Would you say that was intertwined with your football development earlier on? Yeah, I would have always played Gaelic football, um, more so than 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 soccer when I was growing up. I was I played all my Gaelic outfield and I used to play a bit of soccer and goals basically, but Gaelic would have been my number one and even right the way up I would have been playing Mead Minor before I was um, playing with Mead and I was in on the Mead Senior panel in two, 99, 2000 before I, I um, started playing in the League of Ireland. So I was definitely um, heavily intertwined with GA early early on in my career and um, yeah, eventually kind of focused on my football really. So kind of when was the turning point that you decided that like you, you would go on to play football and not Gaelic? Um, when I was I was at Shelburne and I went on loan to St Francis and at the same time I was on the Mead Senior panel and I actually got I got suspended for a club game. Back then, when you got suspended, you, it wasn't in the case of missing a game. You used to get, you know, either a month or two months or three months. So I got three months of a suspension, and uh, I I was then dropped off the senior panel because I couldn't train. I couldn't train or play for the next three months, and then I kind of focused on me on me football. I made me debut with St Francis against Sligo Rovers in the first division. And I went on then to sign for Drogheda United the following year, and we won the first division. So I kind of focus on it there mostly from from there on you know yeah you had a lot of success early on with Drahadi United in the League of Ireland but would would you say that that played a big part to getting where you to getting to where you are now yeah i think look my first season would have been great in terms of you know we'd won the first division with Drahadi it was my first full season but then it was Five years before we won it, and as we won the FAI Cup with Drogheda, and, and, and even then after that, it was a long period until we won the first league title at Sligo. So um, it was nice to have a bit of success early on in my career, but it was really had to wait a long time before I would, um, you know, win a Premier Division title. So like, uh, you know, in 2012, I'd started in 2000, and it was 12 seasons before we won the Premier Division. So it, it, you know. Took a took a bit longer than I would have liked, but it still it was sweet when it came round. You've been a huge. The success was basically kind of built on defence in recent years, defence and attack and midfield. Joining you joined in two thousand and fifteen, and you've won four league titles so far. But twenty eighteen was was probably our most successful season domestically. What what was that experience like for you? Yeah, 2018 was a great year because, you know, we're coming back off, you know, the Cork had won the, the Premier Division in 2017 and, and that obviously hurt us because we were, were, we were going for four in a row. 
um, and you know people would have been doubting us and it was good to kind of come back in, in 2018 and turn it around and, and win the league and, and the cup and we were for being lucky and in um, in the league cup as well so it was just it was great to kind of I suppose answer the critics and come back in 2018 and put together you know such a, a successful season I think you know I, I can't remember now whether we topped charts and goals goals for and against but it was certainly um, a very complete effort by the team, both attack and and defence. And uh, you know, we we put a really good campaign in and got what we deserved out of it. Yeah, no, it was a record breaker actually. Four goals scored. That was one of the main talking points actually. How 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 big the success was. But would you say losing the league and cup to Cork the previous season just made you more hungry, put more fuel to the fire to win it, to come back stronger in 2018? Absolutely. I think, you know, when you lose something, um, you're always determined to get it back. And I think, you know, when we came back in 2018, you know, we were we obviously started better than we did in 2017 off the back of, of the European campaign, that the long season that year and the injuries that we picked up. So, lads were raring to go in 2018 and we certainly felt that we had a point to prove. And um, so, we, lads were hungry. Like, the hunger is never really an issue in our dressing room. The lads are all very driven and... And want to succeed, um, so you know it, it was good to kind of, I suppose, prove people the outsiders wrong. You know, in terms of thinking, you know, we were finished or whatever it may be that, um, you know, that we probably weren't as good as we were in 2016. I think we proved people wrong in that sense that we were, you know, very capable and we went and won the league. You know, like you say, with record points tallies and goals scored and all the rest. So it was a great campaign. Yeah, then. Steve and Kenny left the club in, in November. Would you say that was a big blow to kind of the success? He, he built that team from scratch pretty much. Bar Chris Shields and John Mountley, that, that team was built from nothing. Like, would you say it was a massive loss losing him? Look, it's obviously, it was very disappointing to lose Stephen, but, he, you know, he, he's he's gone for the right reasons in terms of like he's, he's now the Ireland senior manager so yeah. you can understand his reasons for going and um, the one thing that I would say is that he did leave behind I suppose a squad from the previous year that had won the league um, he had, Everton was prepared for the following year and obviously Vinny had been with him throughout the whole the whole building process in in Dundalk and Vinny had been there every step of the way so you know the you know the club's decision to promote Vinny to manager was the right decision, and you know it was it, it built on the continuity that Stephen and Vinny had built in the club, and uh, you know Vinny just picked it up from Stephen and kept it going. Yeah, definitely. So we've kind of earned a reputation in recent years as a side who really play when it matters in terms of defending and getting kind of scrappy goals and just clinging on. Would you say if we didn't have that quality, would you say we'd be as high up as we were? Um, I think, you know, I think what we do is we don't give up and, um, you know, we have that ability, you know, that most, I suppose, league, league uh, champions have is to, Hang on in games and uh, and pull out last minute winners or whatever it may be because you know when you've been champions it, it, people are always wanting to beat you so you never get you never get an easy game you don't get easy games anyway but you certainly don't get them you know when when you're the league champions and you know that ability to be able to stay in games when you, sometimes you don't play as well as you want 
and then to pick up you know late winners as well has um, has always been a big part of our game and part of the I suppose the culture at the club and and the belief that there is in the dressing room. Um, on the the European campaign that we had last year wasn't too bad actually, but one of the main points of it was the penalty shootout in in Riga. Would you say that was a big highlight for you? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you know to to win a penalty shootout in in the Champions League is a highlight for anybody. Um, it was certainly you know one of the most enjoyable most. One of the most enjoyable uh, games in Dundalk jersey for me personally, because like, obviously penalty shootouts are, you know, highlighted for the keeper really, and, and to come out on the right side of one, um, I suppose in a game of that 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 stature was was um, was brilliant, and uh, you know, I think you know we deserve to win the game, but obviously went to penalties, and it can go either way, and and thankfully you know we got through, and we had great support over there as well on the on the day, and it was you know it was great to do it onto the, the way support there and uh, it was really you know great occasion for me and for the lads and and to go and go on to the next stage in the Champions League was, was a bonus you know yeah you, you got a call up twice to the Republic of Ireland senior squad in May 2000 May and August 2016 because of really good form what what was that experience like for you to kind of train with the country's elite yeah, it was it was brilliant. Um, you know, thankfully it went, it went well, and and you know, got called in a couple of times, and it was great. Um, it just goes to show, you know, that that lads in our league are more than capable of of achieving that, and that was probably the major positive. There's been loads of, I suppose, players called up uh, since that as well. And um, we've had a number of lads who've gone on to get capped, like Graham Book and Jack Bourne. Um, but we've like Shane Supple and James Talbot have also got called up as well in recent years. So it's been great that League of Ireland players. Are now are now kind of in the frame for call ups and obviously with Stephen getting the job, you know you'd be hopeful that you know our best talent will have a great chance of of getting into the senior international team. So all in all, it's a great experience and and that's what look, when you start playing football and you grow up, that's what you want to do. Yeah, definitely. Um, if if you could choose a defining moment that made you the player that you were, what what would you say it would be? Oh, I don't think I, I don't know if you can pick a moment. Um, it's hard. It's a tough question that one. You're, you're putting it to me there. Um, I really, I really, I don't know if they're defined a moment. I suppose there's moments we enjoy most, but I think, you know, as a goalkeeper, there's no real defined moment that makes you a great goalkeeper. I think you know you have to, you have to work on it every every day, every week, every training session and it, it just doesn't happen in, in a moment, if you know what I mean. It has to be kind of I suppose earned over time where you you know, you put in the hard yards of training and you build and you learn from your your mistakes and, and obviously learn from the things that you do well to try and to try and be, you know, a better keeper or a better player. So I don't know if you can you can put it down to one moment, but um I, I certainly think you can you can improve yourself and build on it um through Lots of different moments, if you like. Yeah, for 2020 now, I know this is kind of a limbo season a little bit, but like, what would be the aims for European competition mainly when, when we're back and when we're in, whenever it might be, August or September? Yeah, it, obviously, we're looking to do what we've done before and, and try and get to the group stages. Europe is always a main focus for everyone at the club. 
um, because we've had that success before, you know, lads are, are hungry and eager to do it again. Um, like it's not easy, certainly not. And uh, you know, you have to you have to work really hard in order to be, you know, in the best shape you can be and playing as well as you can going into these games. And then when you get into them games, you've got to take your opportunities. So, um, certainly trying to get to group stages, you know, is is obviously the goal when it comes to Europe. Um, and that's what we'll be going for again this year. Yeah, kind of just like out of kind of every season, every season that we've won the league in, which you've played, when would you say they're won? Like what stage of the season is the most crucial? What kind of games are the most, are the most important to, to the season? I looked at they're, they're all worth the same points really. Um, but I would think, you know, in around Europe, when you've got all them European games, um, it's important that you know that you know you don't lose your concentration because I wouldn't say they're won. They're certainly not won in your uh, around European times, but they can be lost. Um, you know if you're not if you're not tuned in basically around Europe because you'll you'll always have a few extra games and you know it's important not to drop drop points in in, in at them times. Yeah, th- thanks Gary so much for coming on the show. Pleasure having you. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at one Gary Rogers and at Gary.Rogers1. Our next episode will be out next Thursday, so look out for that as well.